Time to talk golf here on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Andrew, our correspondent Wayne Persky joins us from the Sunshine Coast Golf Centre. Wayne, good morning. Good morning, gents. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Uh, we've seen the Live Tour uh, take a week off. They're back in action this weekend. But the play move to Wentworth, the PGA BMW Championship, there on the DP World Tour. And there seems to be still a lot of friction with the Live players and those that have remained here on the DP Tour. Yeah, we're still talking about controversy. You know, the... A bunch of the guys, about 18 of them that had jumped over to the Live Tour, were able to compete at um, at Wentworth. So caused a lot of friction, um, definitely friction amongst the, the guys that featured as well, which was um, obviously Rory McIlroy, who seems to be uh, the mouth of the PGA Tour, the most outspoken against Liv. Um, and, of course, Shane Lowry came out and uh, fellow Irishman came out and... Um, and had his say as well, and, and both those guys obviously doing really well and having the last say on the leaderboard. And it was a, uh, well, it was a fast-finishing John Rahm as well, who was there or thereabouts. Uh, Rahm and McElroy at 16-under. The uh, tournament reduced to three rounds as a result of a round being called off as the passing of the Queen. But Shane Lowry, winner of the British Open a few years ago, wonderful golfer, isn't he, and uh, a popular winner at 17-under. Almost um, almost like it was staged, the... the... Yeah. You know, the Queen's passing meant that the, the tournament was reduced to 54 holes. Everyone thought that was hilarious. And mm. uh, with Rory coming out early in the week and saying that he hopes some of the live guys are in contention because they'll get tired with the last 18 holes. And then <laughs> then they reduced it to 54 holes anyway. So quite a few uh, people on Facebook having a laugh at that. But um, the boys let the clubs do the talking. And um, John Rahm with a 62 in the last round, our own... Minwoo Lee in the second round uh, had an, a, a career low, 62. Um, hold a 7-iron on the 15th hole to get to 10 under par, but um, it shows the, the quality of the, of the field when he had a 62 in the second round, a 70 in the last round, and finished in 42nd place. Mm. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was certainly a low-scoring event, and uh, the cream rose to the top. We might, Wayne, have a listen now. This is Shane Lowry after winning the BMW on Monday morning our time. Oh, I made no secrets as to how I feel about the whole thing at the start of the week and um, I wanted to go out and win this tournament for myself, first and foremost, but I think for this tour and you know everyone that has stayed loyal to this tour and everyone that's done everything for this tour, I, I really feel like uh, you know this is this is one for the good guys. It means a lot. It means a lot. It's been uh, you know, it's been a good year, but I felt like I've been close a few times and I felt like, you know, I've only got a few tournaments left this season and I really wanted to try and win one. And obviously this one is right up there at the top of the list. I I love it here. I've contended in the past. And even going down the back nine on sun, uh, today, I was like, you know, the, the, the bad shots that I've hit over the, the years in contention actually started to creep into my head. It's amazing what this game does, but I'm... Oh, I'm so happy. Like I'm honestly, words can't put into how much I'm, you know, how happy I am, how much this means to me, um, how much I love this tour, how much I love this tournament, and um, yeah, I'm the happiest man in the world right now. It's interesting, you know, Wayne. I mean, golf was always held up as this incredible uh, sportsmanship between players. You know, you go back to Nicholas and Jacqueline at Ryder Cup and Cabrera and Scott at the Masters with Cabrera giving him the thumbs up when he sunk a putt or hit a ball mm. close to the pin and that Rose Garcia final round at the Masters where they were sort of, you know, sportsmanship was amazing. Do you think sort of the animosity uh, that is creeping into it now is a little bit detrimental to the image of golf? 
Yeah, look, it's it, it means we're talking about it a lot, which is which is different. Um, certainly in my time, you know, golf has been on a decline um, for quite a while. We, mm. we haven't had any disruptors like like Liv. I mean, there's a lot of people saying, why can't we just all get along? And people have chosen sides. I think it'll eventually end up there, but hopefully it hasn't, um, you know, ruined too many relationships. You know, we've seen some of the guys that played Ryder Cup together. We've seen guys that play, um, you know, on the on the European side or on the PGA Tour side that, that basically aren't talking to each other. There was a there was some video of Ian Poulter and Billy Horschel having an animated conversation on the putting green. But yeah, look, I, I don't think it's really affecting the game too badly. Mm. Maybe in a in a in a more positive way because we are talking about golf. Um, there's been a shake up, which is which is never really that bad. I think um, you know we're, we're, the fans are seeing more good golf, um, which I think can never be a bad thing. Golf it, it has been on the up um, since COVID, and now we've got this this new tour. I don't know where it, it it sits. I don't know where it falls over the next couple of years. It tends to be the more conservative um, people, you know, the older generation mm. of golf club members that aren't really pleased with it. Um, certainly had some feedback on Facebook with some of my posts that have been fairly neutral, but people certainly letting their opinions go both ways. So interesting to see where it happens in the next 12 months. One thing that doesn't help the uh, the live tour or the live players is when a player takes a spot in one of these events and people are already disappointed with, shoots four over in the first round, pulls out, not citing any reason, and then is spotted 24 hours later at a college NF, uh, college gridiron game there uh, posting photos. And Sergio Garcia is the one that's done this, and he has really upset a lot of people that over back there on the DP tour. He he certainly has and you know Sergio's got some form for being a little bit like that. You know the, the unfortunate thing was one of his compatriot Spaniards um was the first reserve to get into that event and sitting currently 134th on the order of merit needing to get into the top 115. It was a pretty important start for him. Obviously didn't mean a lot for, to Sergio but would have meant a lot for this bloke. Um a fellow Spaniard, and you know John Rahm made no no disguise of that he he was pretty unhappy with the way that Sergio probably didn't care a lot about it was probably playing a little bit more out of spite than than a need to play, and uh, obviously had a pretty poor first round and just decided to go to a college game on the other side of the country on the other side of the world. So you know it it gets to the point of towards the end of the year, some of these guys really are playing for their job the following year it means more than just one start you know it means the following year so we've seen plenty of guys up the top treat them with disdain and then uh, and then guys miss out on their opportunity so that's where the players sit um with Sergio they're probably uh he hasn't made any friends in the locker room and uh Wayne this time next week when you come on we'll be talking about the President's Cup it's starting on the uh 20th of September uh Trevor Immelman has uh, made his captain's choices uh, for the internationals team and uh, we won't go through them all in length but there was a little bit of surprise that neither Ryan Fox nor Lucas Herbert uh, made the President's Cup team you agree with that or were there reasons for that yeah look it's it it's it's hard to explain like I, I would have thought Foxy would have been a big chance he's been so consistent and and really would would flourish in that team environment you know his family's from a rugby background he would be awesome in that and, and they leapfrogged 
both Foxy, who's number 47 in the world right now, um, to go past Lucas Herbert as well to Cam Davis. Um, people saying it's quite PGA Tour centric, but um, Lucas Herbert has won on the PGA Tour this year as well. So interesting uh, choice. Myself, I think Foxy was really, really hard done by, and probably Lucas as well. Lucas's year winning on the European Tour and on the PGA Tour would think that he'd get a run over Cam Davis, who's just played in the in the States, had the one win and, you know, pretty good year, but I certainly would have gone with Foxy or, or Herbert. But we, you know, usually we leading up to the President's Cup would be discussing this and mm. talking about it a lot, but it's sort of been in the background um, but I'm still looking forward to seeing uh, the format. That's why people love, well, uh, the the live supporters are enjoying seeing something different because we really do love that team environment. So looking forward to seeing the match play. Always a pleasure, Wayne. We'll chat next week, mate. Look forward to it, boys. Thanks for having me on.